Welcome to Squawk 5353, the Private Pilot Podcast, Episode 31. I'm your host, Izzy Simon, a private pilot sharing my tips and tricks to make the skies a safer place. In this week's episode, I'll be sharing with you non-standard arrivals into Oshkosh, as well as IFR procedures into Oshkosh, and arrivals into other local airports for this year's EAA AirVenture. Stay tuned for all this and more in Squawk 5353. By the time you are listening to this, hopefully the podcast cover art has been updated. As this podcast has continued to grow over the past six months, I thought it was time to step away from the original logo, which I drew on MS Paint, and upgrade to something more professional. I don't think it will be, but hopefully this change isn't too terribly confusing. Also, before we begin this week's episode, I'd like to invite you to go over to my Patreon and consider donating to the show. This show takes a lot of time each week to research, write, record, and edit. It would mean the world to me if you donated to the show to help continue with production. A link to my Patreon can be found in the show notes. And now to today's main topic, non-standard arrivals into Oshkosh, as well as helping you plan your EAA AirVenture experience. First and foremost, we have the turbine or warbird arrival. This arrival or procedure is restricted to high-performance turbojet, turboprop, and warbird aircraft capable of cruising at 130 knots or greater. If you are flying a warbird which cruises at a slower speed, you should plan on using the arrival discussed in last week's episode or the basic VFR arrival. The city of Fond du Lac on the south side of Lake Winnebago is the entry point for all turbine or warbird arrivals. Monitor the AirVenture ATIS on 125.9 for anticipated landing runways. As you approach Fond du Lac, make sure to steer clear of the Fond du Lac airport. Fond du Lac will have a temporary control tower from Saturday, July 24th until Sunday, August 1st of 2021. This tower is responsible for monitoring all traffic below 3,300 feet mean sea level within 4 nautical miles of the airport. Aircraft weighing more than 12,500 pounds should advise ATC on initial contact. All aircraft should report arrival over the city of Fond du Lac and again at the Warbird Island to Oshkosh Tower on the appropriate frequency. When runway 36 left and right are in use, report it on 126.6. Otherwise, report on 118.5. You must then proceed from the city of Fond du Lac direct to Warbird Island, which is about 6 miles southeast of Oshkosh and is along the west shore of Lake Winnebago. When 4 nautical miles north of Fond du Lac, descend and maintain 2,800 mean sea level. Pilots may be instructed to orbit the island until a landing sequence is issued. Use caution, make left turns, and stay alert for other aircraft. When cleared at Warbird Island, proceed to the assigned runway as directed by ATC. Reduce speed to 150 knots or less, and begin your descent to 1,800 feet mean sea level or 2,300 feet mean sea level for overhead approaches. Pilots are cautioned to maintain VFR separation at all times. If your landing clearance appears unsafe because of spacing, speed of preceding aircraft, or any other reason, go around. A new sequence will be issued. Pilots may request a 360 overhead approach to runway 36 left or right or runway 27. Brake altitude is 2,300 feet mean sea level. Expect a right brake only. 
ATC may initiate a 360 overhead approach to other runways as needed for spacing. Break altitude will be 2,300 mean sea level. Expect a north break for runways 9 and 27 and an east break for runways 18 and 36. Under all circumstances, avoid the VFR arrivals area southwest of Oshkosh. Pilots of Warbird aircraft are encouraged to call Warbird Ground 123.9 when arriving at the Warbirds area, and also before starting engines for departure. The next arrival is the AirVenture Seaplane Base arrival. The EAA AirVenture Seaplane Base is 3.8 nautical miles southeast of Oshkosh on the west shore of Lake Winnebago and will be operational from Saturday, July 24th to Sunday, August 1st of 2021. VFR flight plan should use the destination identifier 96WI. At all times, Lake Winnebago can have very rough water conditions. Water condition information is available by radio call to 123.3 or by telephone at 920-230-7829. A rough water alternate landing area at Warbird Island is also available if the water is incredibly rough. Seaplane arrivals should avoid nearby Class Delta airspace, except one on approach and departure east from the seaplane base over Lake Winnebago. Do not use the Fisk VFR arrival route and do not contact Oshkosh Tower. The pilot should fly a pattern over the water at 1,350 feet MSL or below with left turns. Avoiding landing and takeoff patterns are at the pilot's discretion. Avoid flying low over boats and other structures. The seaplane radio frequency is 123.3. However, a radio is not required. Operators are authorized to deviate from the two-way radio communications requirements of FAR 91.129C for arriving and departing at EAA AirVenture 2021. Seaplane helicopter arrivals require prior approval via telephone to the same number aforementioned, 920-230. 7829. Pilot briefings are mandatory prior to local flights or departures. Taxi slowly in the bay near Lagoon as there is heavy traffic entering and exiting the lagoon. No takeoffs or landings are allowed in the lagoon and no takeoffs allowed directly over the seaplane bay shoreline or crowds. With the south wind, use the lagoon opening as a line of reference for takeoffs and turn east to stay over the lagoon and farm fields when climbing. Boats are available to take you to and from your aircraft. Larger aircraft may anchor in the bay next to the lagoon. As we mentioned in last week's episode, Whitman Regional Airport, or Oshkosh, is closed during airshows, so you must land outside its airshow demonstration area and then taxi to the seaplane base. No operations are allowed during TFRs. Amphibian aircraft may also land at Oshkosh and park in the designated location in the vintage aircraft area. Use the Fisk VFR arrival and the windshield sign SP. The final arrival into Oshkosh is the ultralight or home-built rotorcraft arrival. This procedure goes effective Saturday, July 24th and Sunday, July 25th of 2021 from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. and is available during non-airshow hours, during the day, during the weekdays, and the weekends. This procedure may only be used after receiving approval from EAA Ultralight Flightline Operations at 920-230-7759. Helicopters and gyroplanes flying in should arrive between noon and 2 p.m., unless prior arrangements have been made. Large helicopters should use the transient helicopter procedure and land at the Pioneer Airport. If radio-equipped, monitor the AirVenture Arrival ATIS 125.9 prior to entering Highway Z and Highway 26. Then monitor ultralight rotorcraft advisory frequency 
on 123.75. Enter at Highway Z and Highway 26, approximately 5 miles southwest of Oshkosh. Be alert for aircraft inbound from the Fisk entering the left base for runway 36 left or right. Maintain a vigilant watch at all times while flying into or out of Oshkosh. Pattern is clockwise or right turns for landings to the southeast. Pattern is counterclockwise left turns for landings to the northwest. Ultralight rotorcraft must remain clear of Oshkosh's runways 18 left, right, or runways 36 left or right. Runway closure will be marked with a yellow X. Be prepared to divert to an alternate airport when the runway is closed. Make sure to use caution for the numerous obstructions near the approach and departure ends of the ultralight runways 15 and 33. Departure traffic always has the right of way and do not fly over people, houses, livestock, park aircraft, etc. lower than 300 feet AGL. While most pilots arrive VFR into Oshkosh, you still can reserve an IFR slot to land for many of the local airports including Oshkosh. A special traffic management program or an STMP will be implemented at local Oshkosh and Madison area airports. You need to reserve your IFR spot at least 72 hours in advance. Reservations will not be allocated to Oshkosh during the scheduled time of the daily airshows, but they will be allocated to other listed airports. While you may have an IFR arrival slot reservation, it does not guarantee a parking spot at Oshkosh. An STMP reservation may be obtained by using a computer interface by simply going to www.fly.faa.gov ESTMP. You no longer can use a touchstone interface. You must be prepared to provide your departure destination airports, estimated UTC time of departure, arrival, UTC date, aircraft call sign, and type. Upon completion of a slot reservation, you will receive a preliminary reservation number. Between 24 and 12 hours prior to your arrival or departure reservation, you must confirm your reservation and you will receive a confirmation number. If your reservation is not confirmed by 12 hours prior to your reservation time, it will be cancelled and automatically returned to the reservation system for reassignment. Reservations made within 24 hours of the arrivals or departures time are automatically confirmed with a confirmation number. Aircraft are required to arrive at their reservation airport or depart Oshkosh within plus or minus 50 minutes of their reservation time. If a reservation requires change or cancellation, please do so as early as possible to release that slot for another flight. There are set routes which you should fly if you are arriving into Oshkosh. A link to the preferred routes into Oshkosh will be linked in the show notes as well as the notum which I reference in today's episode. There is one thing to note. When the Oshkosh ceiling is reported at or above 4,500 feet and visibility is greater than 5 miles, all IFR arrivals except turbojet and air carrier aircraft are strongly encouraged to cancel their IFR flight plan 60 nautical miles from Oshkosh. If VFR weather conditions, IFR arrivals at Oshkosh will be sequenced with VFR arrivals and may be asked to land on a runway dot. Be extremely alert for the high volume of traffic with widely varying performance characteristics in the Oshkosh area. Not all pilots are brave enough, or crazy enough as some might say, to fly into Oshkosh. There are a few other local airports which you can fly into. The Fond du Lac Airport is about 15 miles south of Oshkosh. The FAA will operate a temporary air traffic control tower at the Fond du Lac County Airport from Saturday, July 24th through Sunday, August 1st of 2021. 
The tower will be operational from 7 a.m. to 8.30 p.m., except closing at 5 p.m. on Sunday, August 1st. Communication with Fond du Lac Tower is required when at or below 3,300 feet mean sea level within 4 nautical miles of Fond du Lac. Because of expected delays due to heavy traffic, watch your fuel status closely. To enhance safety, arrivals after sunset are discouraged. Be alert for high-density traffic en route to Oshkosh from the turbine Warbird arrival, and you should turn on your lights within 30 nautical miles of the field. When arriving, you should obtain the Fond du Lac ATIS at 121.5. Make sure to avoid high-traffic arrival routes into Oshkosh from Ripon to Fisk and along the shoreline. Contact Fond du Lac Tower on 120.4 when within 10 nautical miles of the airport. For a no-radio arrival or a Nordo arrival, follow another aircraft if possible and watch the tower for a green or red light. As is with Oshkosh, all movement on other than paved runways is at the pilot's own risk and discretion. There also is the arrival into Appleton, my home airport, which is about 15 nautical miles north of Oshkosh. The control tower operates from 5.30 a.m. until 11 p.m. Because of expected delays, again, make sure to plan for extra fuel and try to avoid high-density traffic en route to Oshkosh. Turn on your lights within 30 miles of Appleton. Obtain the Appleton ATIS on 127.15 and contact Appleton Tower on 119.6 over the recommended VFR reporting points, New London, Little Chute, or Lake Butamore. Advise Tower of Position and ATIS code received. After landing, cancel VFR flight plan with the in-person Civil Air Patrol ramp facility. Land and hold short operations or lasso operations will be used during the day only. Make sure to check runway lengths so that if you are issued a land and hold short clearance, you are able to stop before crossing and entering into the other runway. Also use caution because the runways are runway 21 and 3 and runway 30 and 12, which has proven confusing more than one time for me personally. There is an overwhelming amount of events which take place during the week of EAA AirVenture. The EAA AirVenture Oshkosh 2021 app, brought to you by Bendix King, is a must-have for attendees who want to have the world's greatest aviation celebration at their fingertips. Not my words, but those brought to you by EAA. The official EAA AirVenture Oshkosh 2021 app is now available as a free download on the Apple App Store and Google Play. Some of the features of this app include view, filter, and search EAA AirVenture events, attractions, guest services, destinations, workshops, and speakers. The map and search section make it easy for you to find exactly what you are looking to do. You are able to plan your visit and build your itinerary. Browse the schedule of events and create your own personal day-by-day, hour-by-hour itinerary so that you don't miss the events, activities, and food venues you want to see the most. New for this year, you can also view events by event date to make planning for your day easy. If you are logged in as a registered EAA member or guest, you can also build your itinerary on the EAA website from a desktop computer and then later view or adjust your itinerary from your mobile device. There is an interactive map and improved functionality. The interactive map will give you a better look at the EAA grounds during the week of AirVenture. Favorite any location on the map to make it easy to get exactly where you're going. As icons appear on the map, you can click on them for more details. Getting around AirVenture is a mighty task. The tram and bus route information will be easier to find via the main menu and the getting around home screen option. 
Routes will be color-coordinated and showed in real-time information for each bus pickup location. Pin your location and meeting points. Whether it's a parking spot, campsite, or your favorite shade tree, be sure to save it for later. Open the Map and Search section, click on the plus icon, and tap a pin of your choice to automatically drop it on your current location. You also can receive notifications. Receive in-app notifications regarding activities, weather, and important schedule changes from the app home screen or the main navigation menu. You'll also find the most up-to-date news and information about AirVenture Oshkosh in the app, including safety and COVID-19 precautions, and can even have your mobile device notify you when notifications are published in the app. This app historically has been very robust and not very user-friendly. However, the folks at EAA this year have put in a lot of time and effort to update this app to make it as user-friendly as possible. This way, you're able to see as much as AirVenture as possible in the short time that you are there. Ticket sales for this year's EAA AirVenture are already very high, and that does not even include rollover tickets from the previous year, as AirVenture 2020 was canceled due to COVID-19. So make sure to be prepared, read your notams, use the EAA AirVenture app to schedule all the events and workshops you want to see, and enjoy your week at AirVenture 2021. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Squawk 5353. If you enjoyed this week's episode, or you want information on the Fisk arrival into Oshkosh, or the basic VFR arrival, make sure to check out last week's episode. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, please consider donating to my Patreon. A link to my Patreon can be found in the show notes. Also in the show notes is a link to the Notum reference in this week's episode. Make sure to check it out even if you aren't flying into Oshkosh this year because it is full of useful information which can help you become a better pilot. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure to share it with a friend. And subscribe to this podcast. That way, new episodes are automatically downloaded to your device. Again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Squawk 5353. I'm your host, Izzy Simon, and let's make the skies a safer place. Mm -hmm.